and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and yes, I am back, baby. After a week out, I'm glad to be back with my friends. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. And back again, I know he was back last week, but I wasn't here last week to celebrate it. Mr. Apple Zach, Zach Markham is with us tonight. Gentlemen, how we doing? Yeah, man, doing great, man. We got the whole gang back together for the first time yeah. in like months. Say months, it like you're months. happy. Three, what, three months, right? I have no At idea. Least. Uh, yeah. No, what, longer four, than that. Four yeah, months? Like four four yeah. and a half wow. months. Wow, that's wild, man. But yeah, uh, man. Markham, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, man. dude, we, thank we you. appreciate thank having you. you here, especially you. for Star Wars content, man. We yeah, dude. Yep. Very convenient. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. He skipped out on all things he didn't care about, and he's back just to talk Star Wars. There you go. Yep. Smart man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've forgotten how to you know drink this beverage that I just spilled all over my shirt. So <laughs> anyways, um, excited to be doing a review on The Mandalorian. Um, this was chapter 20, episode number four on the season, right? It was called The Foundling, and we are here to review it. Before we get into that, big shout out to all of our listeners, everybody who's watching. We want to remind you to please hit the subscribe button wherever you are watching or listening. Please leave us a comment, leave us a review. If you're on Apple, leave us one of those nice five-star reviews that helps us out a lot. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment, um, and, on, and then also just share the podcast with all your friends. Uh, lastly, you can follow us on social media, at Royal Geek Pod, whether you're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. Uh, we're on multiple different platforms, so check us out and stay up to date with everything that's going on. Perfect. Way Sound go, good? I'm, I like, crushed I like that having, one, I? I like having you back, man. I crushed that one, I, didn't I? I butchered that last week, but yeah, I <laughs> yeah. appreciate you. Um, yeah, I didn't listen to it, but I'm sure you did. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, here's your spoiler warning for The Foundling, Chapter 20 of uh, The Mandalorian, okay? It was a little short episode. It was only yes. like 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but it was an action-packed... Uh, there's a lot of depth in those mm-hmm. 30 minutes. That's so. how you do, I mean, this is episode right here is how you do a short episode. Every minute counts. Like, it, it, yeah, it yeah. felt like it, every moment was not wasted. And then I love that, man. I really do. And uh, for some reason, their shorter episodes have been some of their best episodes in, yeah. in this saga that since Mandalorian's come, come about. It's, it's been great. I love it. Yeah, for sure. So, T-Roll, well, you did not see last week's episode. No. At, um, or well, you did not watch uh, on the podcast. I watched it. Yeah, you watched it, but you, did, you didn't get to give your comments. So, mm. where, what do you think last, last uh, week's episode? It was really weird. <laughs> Caught me off guard. Yeah. I, I felt like, you know, one of the, you know when you like wake up at 3 a.m. and the TV's still running and you're like, what show is on? And you're not sure what show it is? Yeah. Mm. That's essentially what it felt like watching last week's episode. Out of place, right? It felt a little out of place. Yeah, I'm not saying it was bad. Like yeah. there were some interesting things, um, but it's 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 again. It's I told off the pod. I told this to Amato. It's like I remember in the book of Boba Fett. Like there was a couple episodes where just it, they were just basically Mandalorian episodes. Yeah. He reminded me that one of them you literally don't even see Boba Fett. And, and yeah, this and, and when I you know I went back on the the screen to see the time for tonight's episode. It was 33 minutes. Last week's was. 50 yes. freaking yeah. nine. It's, it's an hour. It's insane. It's yeah, wild. Dude, so yeah. it was so long. I, it, it like kept going and kept going and kept going. And every time it looked like they were going to take a break, I was like, okay, we're going to get back to Bo, you know, yeah. and, um, nope. the Mandalorian and Bo-Katan and, and nothing. And uh, <laughs> so I want to be really critical because you remember how critical I was at the beginning of, you oh, know, for sure. of yeah. this season. Um, 
But I guess what I'll say, here's my critical feedback, is Star Wars has always, I think, for the most part, um, across the board, kind of set the pace for these series, right? Um, Especially when you compare it to, like, Marvel series. Right, yeah. Um, But they also, in some of their projects, like The Mandalorian and um, really everything outside of Andor, um, there have been moments of... What the heck are they doing? Yeah, like you question it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's moments of doubt. Yeah, yeah, like either either like way too long on like a side mission or something that literally doesn't have anything to do with the Mandalorian or Boba Fett. And again, I understand that there might be a connection with Moff Gideon and you know, but it's just it just felt like you could have done that in half the time. Yeah. So, oh yeah. That's my soapbox. It okay. wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, it just you know it felt like a completely different show. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad I asked you. So I, I will say this was the second episode in a row where we saw a major scene on Coruscant. So I'm wondering, like, what is going to happen with that? Because that seems like it is potentially not a mistake that they just happen to have two significant scenes on Coruscant in mm, the, yeah. in this mm. in this series, especially because they show literally the same landmark in yeah, both did. of these yeah, episodes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting to see where that's going to go. Like, it, it kind of makes me think of, okay, maybe they're purposefully laying the groundwork for something, and we just don't quite know what we're looking at yet, you know? And you know what? I can see that. I really can. I, I can see them trying to, I don't know, some sort of mission on Coruscant. Yeah. Or, or setting up something yeah. huge. Like, yeah. Yeah, like good, maybe good there's a, catch. Yeah, yeah, maybe there's a blue guy who happens to be on Coruscant, yeah. you know? And, you know, I'm, I'm a geek out here for a second. Let's but hear I, it. I'm pretty sure that Coruscant is somewhere tied like way back in time to like Mandalorian culture and stuff like that. So there might be some, you know, connection there as far as like looking for some artifacts or like something like that, you know, with the mythosaur, you know, popping up. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, I could see something along those lines. And you know what? It, it, I can 100% see somebody who lives on Coruscant wanting to purchase some sort of mm. artifact from. Uh, from the Mandalore, like right. I can 100 yeah, see that. Like it, that I, rock actually is not a rock; it is the mythosaur. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. it is a part of a if, dormant yeah, mythosaur. If only, if only. <laughs> that's that's crazy. And that's only a true Mandalorian can awaken it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, right. See, that's well. That's when you start diving into like the uh, the Sword realm in the stone. Yeah, the realm of craziness, man. <laughs> that's I don't know. But uh, yeah. but this episode it was it was great to have um, a, a central story around the actual Mandalorian slash Mandalorians and not yeah. veer off to Doctor Pershing and uh, Kane. So uh, hey, this was, is the way, bro. This is the way. But uh, we get a, another crazy creature, right? And uh, like we got that um, the alligator looking creature in that in the yes. first episode, and then we also we, very, we get this looking dragon creature. Like, yeah, pterodactyl. Yeah, pterodactyl yeah, type very thing, much so. Yeah. Um, so I was excited to see Irritable. that. And, and you know what? The crazy thing is that this, I, I think we said this on one of the previous pods, but the CGI, uh, it's like they focused all their efforts in this show and they, they abandoned it in Marvel shows and Marvel yeah. movies. Like that's, that's how crazy it is, man. It looks so beautiful. Yeah. Like that opening yeah. scene of like the, 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 the desert looking at, like, I was just like, whoa, what are we watching right now? Like this is like beautiful scenery. You see, I actually thought this. This was the first time I've actually seen a drop in some quality of the CGI, but not with any of the scenery. It was actually with the Mandalorians. I feel like when they like they panned in on their combat, it looked wonky. 
It, it looked weird. It looked a little wonky. Well, Every like the, yeah. the creatures were phenomenal. Yeah, they were. The landscapes were phenomenal, but there, I did feel like there was like a little bit like CGI like jumpiness with the mm-hmm. like like they didn't get enough background actors. Is kind of how I felt. To be honest, man, like. The extras they probably used were like hardcore Disney fans, and they already had their Mandalorian costumes at home. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, that's, those that's were funny. probably actually good, but there were yeah. there was like there were definitely some computer generated figures that I yeah. feel like they just kind of threw in there to give the, them more numbers, and it didn't mesh as well. See, I think I think the thing that's standing out for me uh, for the the opening scene is that it was just weird in general. Like, it, obviously, okay, cool, it's a training scene. We get that, we see that, but. It's a strange one. Like you, yeah. you kind of pan through this whole entire setup. You have some people randomly shooting into the the waters. Like, I, yeah. I feel like what purpose is that serving? There's no target. They're just literally shooting things. Like it doesn't make it makes it, zero sense. Yeah. And then you go to them sparring, and then like all that stuff makes sense. And then we finally land on Grogu, right? But like the shooting and randomly flying with your jetpack when your fuel apparently runs out. Uh, yeah. Sooner than it should. Maybe that's why they didn't catch the dragon in the first place is because they used all their fuel, fuel going I, I, up I, and I down. Like, I 100% and I was like, they're wasting a lot of ammunition here. Like for a group that is like kind of secluded. Surviving. And kind of, yes, right, just yeah, barely exactly. surviving in a lot of ways. It seems like they're wasting a lot of ammunition. Yes, it was but, a yeah. strange scene overall, I thought. So I don't know. Although I don't know no, enough about... Uh, like blaster, you know, recharging and how that actually works for it to actually mean anything. But more the more physical stuff, like the rockets and things. I mean, those they've been shown to have limited capabilities in that sense. Well, maybe maybe beforehand, like they they didn't waste all that ammunition, but they did this one time because you know the foundling that was captured happened to be like Paz Vizsla's son, right? Yeah. Well, so I'm talking about in the training sequences before oh. before. Like you know yeah. when they were just like Opening literally scene. like yeah. just like shooting off into the into the water. Oh yeah, yeah. That uh, seems uh, you know maybe they recovered it like maybe they had like a <laughs> like a net or something. They recovered their ammo. And <laughs> they're, they're, reco- they're recovering random blasts of <laughs> blaster energy. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we don't know how Star Wars works. We it's don't. A, it's nobody, a galaxy nobody, far, far yeah. away. Nobody you know, knows how it works. It's very yeah. true. Exactly. It's very true. So yeah. how about um, how about uh, Mando and? Bo Katan both getting uh, redeemed. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah dude. Mm-hmm. In the eyes of the cult, whatever they're called, the the Chil- no, Waywalkers. Yeah, children of the Watch. Yeah, children of the Watch. Of the watch. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Waywalkers. <laughs> but uh, so this is the way, right? Yeah. Walk the, what do you guys think about say? the? What do you get? So Grogu's training session, right? What do you guys think of like Mando and Bo Katan kind of playing that like mother father role? Like, I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? I didn't like it. It was uh, Bo-Katan coming in there kind of felt a little off, right? Like it, Mando's the whole, yeah. the whole thing felt yeah. off to me. I yeah. mean, I supported Mando and his his attempt to be like the father figure, but like Bo-Katan coming in, like he's just proud of you, like that's that kind of thing. Yeah, like, I don't know. I did feel like she's kind of sticking her hands a little bit too far into. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like Dad got a new girlfriend, and like all of a sudden, like it's two weeks in, and she's <laughs> trying to get you to call her mom. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> take your foot off the pedal there. Are you lady. speaking from experience, Shibato? Like, no. <laughs> but that's funny, though. I, but, I get that. That's how it feels, though. I, I think but yeah, right. it, it does kind of feel like she's just like jumping in a little bit too far. Um, I mean, I do understand it from Mando, Mando's point of view in the sense of like, this is how he was raised. So he feels this is how I found Link should be raised. And all this stuff that, you, you know, now as he, he, I think he's also, we're, we got to remember that. All this stuff is new for him 
and especially from the sense of although we're two, over two seasons in, the first two seasons, he doesn't really he, he although he's technically a foundling, his mission isn't to raise him as a foundling. His mission is to get him to the Jedi. Right. And yeah. it's it's his quest to get him to the Jedi. It's not to raise him as a Mandalorian foundling. And I think since the end of season two and since he has come back to him from Luke, he is now has a whole new dynamic with him that he's now trying to train him as if he were a Mandalorian foundling. Yeah, and we've seen the glimpses of that in previous episodes where he's like teaching him how to map yes. and guidance and flying and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I do. Th- I, d- I mean, I enjoyed Mando giving him instruction, and we get to see Grogu in action. It's uh, I, it gives me hope for a potential. A uh, big fight scene, including Grogu later on, potentially maybe even Grogu holding the dark saber, right? Like how? Yeah, how crazy would that That'll be? That'll be super cool. Um, I, I do think uh, I have a feeling that what Grogu was doing when Mando was thinking he was doing nothing, I feel like he was building a star map. That is my opinion: is that he was building a star map around him with those hermits. That that that, that that's my call. Is I think he's. Like I feel like the way that he was moving them, and it, like at first I thought I was gonna be wrong because I thought he was about to eat that hermit yeah, like yeah. he normally does right, but he but just kind of looked to. at it yeah he didn't really do anything with it i feel like he was building a star map and that it was another connection back to the things that he's learning he's learning other things about how to be a mandalorian yeah that's yeah. interesting and i i wouldn't i like that but i feel like we're gonna get no closure on that so probably but not. yeah but yeah mm-hmm. but then but then grogu goes in with the armor which i thought was pretty mm-hmm. yes. incredible that was a well, phenomenal scene yeah like all together like i love the way that they they did that and like they started off with like the significance of like, you know, creating the armor mm-hmm. and how like it started off and the importance it, you yeah. know, provides to like, a, you know, a part of part of being a Mandalorian. Right. It, it, and, it, it literally mirrors Mando's first armor scene. Right. Yeah, exactly. But with this one, like Grogu's seeing, you know, the armor at work and it like pushes him into a flashback yeah. scene. So then it like immediately like connects him. Um, to where, like, he has feeling and all this other yes. stuff involved where, like, you know, if he does get his armor later on, you know, it's going to mean something. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we get to see all the cool things from from Coruscant that were in there. Um, we get... Wow, the- you like genocide, huh? Real cool? <laughs> mm. Yeah, let's say, we get an Order 66 flashback. <laughs> yeah, real which, cool. Which, I mean, by the way... Order 66 yeah. was phenom- any, a phenomenal CD. Any <laughs> Order 66 content I'm here for, no matter it how many great. times we've seen it throughout the entirety of the Star Wars yeah. lore, it's a phenomenal. And we got more, right? Because we, we've known that they got a, they like evacuated him out somehow. Right. Yes. But yeah. we didn't yeah. really... We haven't seen it. Yeah. The redemption oh. of Jar Jar Binks. This Thank is what the, you. I, was, I wanted to say it. This I is what it is. This is what it is. Is, man, and T Roll's like, wait, wait, I have no idea what, you guys are about? So, what are you guys talking so, about? So, the guy that plays the Ke- Jedi yeah, that Keller gets him and, out yeah. was the guy who played Jar Jar Binks, yeah. Okay. So, the Jedi, yeah, Keller and Be- Beck, and yes. uh, he okay, so is like the literal actor, the, yeah, yes. the actor, okay, voice great, actor, great, mo- great. mocap actor, is yes, yeah, okay, that's it's him, but it was great to see you, man. It was, yeah. it was awesome. So, basically, there's two things that happened this episode. You got everything with the dragon and, you know, getting Paz Vizsla's kid back. Mm-hmm. And then you have everything with Grogu and his flashback. Yeah. So, let's just talk about all that now. I mean, the flashback was epic, you know. I always wonder how they, you know, Jedi look so OP when they're, you know, facing off against blasters and, and across, like, <laughs> right. 10, 12, however many movies there are. 
Except for Order 66 somehow, where they just get mowed down. <laughs> they do. They do. That's a good point, T-Roll. Because that, there's no consistency. Yeah. Well, okay, so well, I, th- I think a lot of it comes down to, A, a lot of the clones at this point had fought a long time with Jedi. So they may have been able to understand and have counter abilities to the Jedi. Number two, the Jedi were fighting up... Uh, the other side of that is the Jedi were fighting against a force that they were used to be allies with. So they aren't 100% like, there in that sense of killing those people. And then you have the fact that you got to think about who, what Jedi are you used to seeing fight against blasters? You're used to seeing top-tier Jedi, like the elite Jedi. Not every Jedi is as awesome with a lightsaber as Anakin Skywalker was. Not every Jedi was as awesome as Obi-Wan was. There are a ton of Jedi who were much more lower down in ability. So you have to think about that. So you're thinking about because you, you never think about you, you. You don't never think about the guy, you know, the guy who was like last in his class. Look, I don't who, want your logic, motto. I don't want your logic. The, the point is that they got mowed down way too easily. The, the they other, really did. The, they really did. The, the other thing is, is they were facing against like separatists, which was, in my opinion, was a much weaker opponent versus the clones, and I feel like it was planned that way. Where like they were supposed to be a challenge, but not so much as a challenge where like the Jedi would like improve on their skills. Like yeah. once the clones like turned on them, it, it was going to be like no match. Well, I'm taking us down a rabbit hole, so it was just a side comment. The, the bigger thing is, I guess my question for you guys is: Is this this Kellerin guy? Is he significant in Marvel lore, or is that just some dude that got him out that we never Star heard Wars of? lore? Uh, How would I say Marvel? Yeah, you my did. bad. You did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kellerin, Marvel, anything so there? He goes back to uh, I think it was a YouTube series where it will he yeah I know exactly. Um, it was called the Jedi Challenge. Like fan made? Um, not really. I mean, it, it's like half and half. Uh, what does that mean? It's like it was a cool idea, and then like they kind of brought it to light, that kind of thing. But. Uh, Ahmad Best played played Keller and Beck as a, it's called the Jedi Challenge, and uh, that's they kind of just continue it and brought it over to. But it's not canon. Uh, it's not canon. Well, it wasn't canon, but now it is canon. That kind of thing. Yeah. But it was basically Keller and Beck was overseeing the younglings, and he would issue challenges to help like train them. So his like his main purpose is youngling training. That's Keller and Beck's, yeah. uh, which would make so, sense which, why yeah. he would be so connected and so. Like fears about protecting the guy to get the out. Yeah, yes. and uh, and that's it brings more light to the the statement he makes when they actually like when they crash and they land and then the pilot comes up to him. He's like, "Did you get the rest? Of, like, are they the rest of them out? Like that kind of thing? Is there anybody else coming?" And he says, "No, this is it. It was because they had an escape plan to get the younglings out, but yeah. it failed because the other Jedi's couldn't hold their own, and yeah. Kelleran had no choice but to yeah, just get yeah, down because no yeah. one because no yeah. one was in the Easily. room, right? Oh, well, that too. Yeah, yeah. They're um, like, hey." Hey. Well, somebody was in the yes. room, and it was Anakin. Yes, <laughs> the wrong person was in the room, but uh, but yeah. So, but yeah. So, Keller and Beck had some sort of back lore, um, but uh, it's nothing to concern yourself about. T roll. I'm sorry. Yeah. About. So, does that mean? But, but but I mean, will we see this guy again? Maybe. Uh, Hopefully, maybe, maybe we'll see how it is. I need a counter on how many Jedi are alive, like right now. I like think we, no. Trust cool. me, I do too. We all we all need that counter. I feel like we need to see. I don't know who made it, who survived. Um, yeah. um I mean, is Mace Windu knows? out there? 
Fun fact though, Keller and Beck actually has a purple lightsaber, but they didn't want to. They didn't want to do it in the because he's the black. Show. Yeah, they didn't want. Well, not that, but they didn't want to do it because <laughs> it was the black guys can always have purple. What are you trying to say? Too Mace Windu. Yes, they yeah. didn't want to show up and people be like, "Oh, that's Mace Windu," yeah, and then feel like they got cheated because but, it wasn't. Mace but Windu. he does actually have a purple lightsaber. So, isn't that funny? That's great. I love it. Funny how that works. Well, it was epic. I mean, it was an epic flashback. Yeah, it really was. I hope we get like a part two of that. Like, where does that ship go? You know, what? I think I, I think we might. I really do, yeah, especially right. since Grogu's on this like the, self journey. Yeah, yeah. Of, like of the trying way to trauma out. the yeah. way trauma flashbacks happen. Like it, next time he's seeing armor being made or a yeah. loud noise, he might we might see in part two. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm all here for it, man. I am. More Grogu, the better. The backstory. Right. How about the dragon? You know, Bo-Katan. She's like, screw the jetpack. I'm just gonna get on my ship. Oh yeah, exactly. She uh, she flies yeah. by. And that's good. And though the funny thing is that they're all losing great. fuel, and they're like, and then they land, and Paz Vizsla is talking to Mando. He's like, "Yeah, we can never keep up with the dragon." They're like, <laughs> yeah. they're just like, what? What do you mean you never keep up with the dragon? How many times does this happen? And then later on, we see the nest like, with the stay helmet. Stay in the yeah. cave. Yeah, like, what are you guys doing out here? Like, don't you yeah. learn from your mistakes? Like, no. No, they're still on the shore. Yeah. He's like, Who knows yeah, if there's more yeah. of those alligators out He's like, there? Yeah. Well, we know, there are, we know there is more because the dragon meets his demise. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> convenient. Yeah, I, like thought right it was, I thought it was funny. He was like, yeah, we, we never make it this far. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was just... Another was just uh, poor life decisions he yeah. made here. Yeah, he you always know. gets away. Like, you, you, you choose anywhere point. in the galaxy, but you choose a place where these things are just feasting yeah. on you. But then Bo you, just uses your brain and like follows her, follows the dragon in the ship. Yeah. Yes. Which... I think this leads to, a, I think, a bigger conversation with Bo-Katan. Like, what's her play here? Yes. Like, is, is it a, a political grab, or do you think she's truly, like, falling into... Really changing. Yeah, and I, my personal opinion is that she's really changing, because you guys ripped me a new one two weeks ago about uh, how I saw things with Bo-Katan, uh, but... No, 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 no. You, you, that was well-deserved. It doesn't look that way now. No, 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 no. What we were saying is that... I was wrong for my take, is what you're saying. Yes, yes. but, like, because... We're not saying she's changing. We're saying that at the moment that you thought she was changing, we were like, hell no, she's no. not changing. What we were saying is it, the change was head. coming significantly, happened significantly after the moment you thought it yeah, was happening. Yeah, significantly after. Fair fair point. Fair point, but I'm, I'm there now. Where yeah. I, think, I think we're all on the same page now. I think well, we, now you make me want to go on the other side. You do it. Maybe I will. Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> but, no, uh, I mean, I think she's on a journey for sure. Yeah. I mean, you could just see her, the way mm. she's asking... Armor questions, and yeah, but yes. the and I didn't think yeah. she was gonna drop the. I saw it, but she did, and then, yeah. and then the armor was like uh, a vision. Oh, a vision, yeah, it was very noble vision to, yes. to be able to see that. Like, that's that's just wild, man. And I can't figure it's the like, armor no, out. Like a real one, and then she's like, "This is the way." I'm like, "Well, d- does that mean you believe her?" Or I think she's like of just a the armor is just like a very tr- seems like a very trusting, wise sage. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great. Yeah, you know what I mean? Point. Fair yeah. point. Like 100%. It, it's like she well she she holds true to the creed obviously first and foremost but after that it's like she really trusts everyone in there yeah and she's like oh okay like so with Mando she's like yeah I mean the mines are destroyed but you need to go figure it out if you think you can <laughs> if you want to be yeah. reinstated and then he's right? like all right I'm gonna do it she's like this is the way and then she's like <laughs> and then Bo-Katan's like yeah I found the mythosaur and she's like oh yeah it was a great vision to have no no I think I re- like I really saw it. Oh well, you know, that, you, that, you that, walk that, the way of the Mandalore, you'll see a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, uh, yeah. it's her Good way point. of saying like, "Cool story, bro." Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 right. 
Great point, which, man. But like, right. if it turns out the mythosaur is real and it wasn't a vision, which it, I, we believe it is real, yeah. Um, every other Mandalorian is gonna be like, "What?" Yeah. And their armor is gonna be like, "Yep, yep." Yeah. <laughs> is is the armorer the child's mother? The child's mother. The child. Ragnar. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I don't uh, know. Do you think know. like the armor and Paz got it on? Maybe. I, I'm just no, like, I don't like, think like so. I, I don't know. I'm just throw out there is a possibility. Yeah. I do wonder how intimate it really is when you're wearing those masks, those helmets, though. That's true. Good yeah. point. Yeah. True connection. You wow. Know? Good, yep. good point, hero. But to them, Physical it's all act, the connection. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, but to them, it's all the connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. This, this is the way. I guess so. This I mean, if you're into those kind of, if you're into, you know, wearing certain things, I guess. But, uh, one of the scenes that stood out to me about Bo-Katan and her like potential power grab is when they were sitting around the campfire, right? Yeah. And and then uh, Paz says, "No, no, no, you stay here to eat, and you get the camp warmth of the campfire." And uh, just the way she kind of reacted with her helmet on, we we're not seeing any facial expressions, but we can feel it. I really feel like we can yep. feel it with the helmet helmet on. Um, you can kind of feel like she's like, you know what? I think I'm I'm like I'm winning these people over. I think yep. there's a potential here to start over start over a new turn over a new leaf. Well, she's rede- redeeming her yeah. own clan. Yeah, and I'm assuming she's the last of her clan. That's that's yes. Yeah. Like, uh, so yes. like she's redeeming so, her entire clan. Potentially, now. like House Crease is potentially like getting her. a redemption arc here. Yeah. So and and I think what she's seeing too is she's seeing a more loyal group of Mandalorians mm-hmm. versus what she had grew up with. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What yeah. she came up with because. What she grew up with was like the radical craziness, and she's right. under the impression that these are the radical craziness, but she's seeing it play out differently. Yeah, right. she, she's like seeing they, how, although they code. may be yes. radically crazy right. yeah. in some ways, but they live by a code that might be more suiting to mm-hmm. her own vision. Correct. Right. Dude. Exactly. The best part of this episode, shout out to freaking Disney for doing this. They're sitting at the campfire, and Bo-Katan's like, how do you eat <laughs> if everyone's around? And yeah. I just love... When they ask a really simple question like that, that everyone has been asking. We've been wondering. <laughs> yes, it's literally, that's right, Amato, we've all been asking it. It's yeah. literally for the fans. <laughs> and then you have uh, Din Djarin just like simply explains it. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. And I'm just like, thank you, Disney. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty so it was great. You, you don't. You walk off somewhere and you eat it, you eat it <laughs> yeah. by yourself. Yeah. That's great, man. Oh, that's, man, that's kind of sad though. You never Well, get then you also with. got the explanation of like, well, with Grogu, you're like, why is he? Why is he not taking the helmet? And he's like, oh, well, yeah. he can't speak the creed. If he's not old enough to speak the creed, then yeah, yeah. Like that, that yeah. whole thing. Like you're like, because yeah. well, why yeah. isn't Grogu getting his helmet? That Which, kind of thing. Actually, in the previous episode, they built the background of that as well because Ragnar did not have the helmet on yet because yep. he had not spoken the creed either. Yep. So stuff, you kind of get that yeah, like previous scene too. Yeah. It's gonna be a long time before he gets a helmet. Uh, yeah, yeah. I and, don't think he's speaking anytime soon. It doesn't doesn't look like it. No. He's still yeah. just mumbling and grumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think coos. I think purposefully Disney and Star Wars want to prolong that as long as humanly possible. Uh, just because it's of like the twenty fact, thirty, and we're like, okay, when is he going to get the helmet on? Yeah. Just just because of the fact of him having his helmet, uh, not having helmet on, his facial features, his yeah, is like all, all, so much a part of his character. Who, who knows, guys? Maybe we might get nine movies out of it. Like, oh, a whole saga, the yeah. Grogu saga, <laughs> the, Gro- the Skywalker the saga. saga. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm here for it. I'll be there. For a me. word per saga. I don't know if I'd want that, but I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's okay, man. It's now, okay. if you give me nine seasons of Andor, I'm all in. Ooh, you know, I'd be all in. I'll just take one. Yeah, That's I'd, fine. Be, I'd be all in too. All right, what else? I mean, we kind of... Um, oh, they saved the, the raptor babies. Yes. That's yes. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, funny. So, I did have a thought like, oh, man, now that the, those poor... 
<laughs> baby raptors Without are not gonna a mom, eat. Yeah, yeah. Like I was literally thinking that. Like, oh, they're not gonna eat. Like they're yeah. they're they're done. But yeah. um, which kind of like it, it enforces the idea of the fact that they have foundlings and that they're not yeah one specific species. Yeah, you know, like the, the, that is not how Mandalorians are yeah, kind I mean, of like. Grogu's not humanoid. Right. Or, you no. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but right. but, but you kind of you, you kind of just think along that path in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it, it's interesting to think that you know creatures out there can technically become Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, are they going to get helmets before Grogu? Well, no, I, I think. Well, no, not at all. I don't think. But I mean, is Bo-Katan I, Khaleesi? <laughs> no, I, that's what I think. I think these dragons I mean, are going to grow up, and like yeah. we're going to see them riding them. Like, yeah, I, I think I mean, so. You, I, mean, I don't you think you have you're going to have Din, yeah. Bo-Katan, and Armor. You or know, Paz. Pa- yeah. Paz probably. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see any riding going on at all unless it's like a mythosaur this season. But I do think eventually we will see like a mounted one of those dragons. And I think it's cool yeah, it's to see sweet. how it started. That's, that's going to be yeah. really cool to see. Yeah. Like, sure. I know we killed your mom. <laughs> they don't know that. But they don't know that. They just came back and scooped up the shit. I know. I know that we killed your mom, but you'll never know that. Yep. <laughs> It's like Oof. that secret you get when you're finally that's, like 18. That's tough, man. That <laughs> is tough. I mean, hey, sit it, down. We need to tell you something. Yeah, you're adopted. That's what it, it, it's, it's the Thanos style of taking oh, children. Yeah. Perfectly it balanced. Kind of, yeah. It is. Jeez. This took a turn. This took a turn. This took a turn. This is the way. <laughs> uh, I, I, do, I do have an idea. Like, how much has Grogu interacted with Boba? I don't remember exactly how much he has actually seen Boba. Dude, make me think. I don't know if he did. Was did he ever? Did did Grogu ever show up in the book of Boba Fett? No, never did. So is there? I I think there's a distinct possibility at some point a trigger for Grogu will be Boba because he has the same voice as the storm as the clone troopers. Mm And you, there was very distinct yeah. moments you know, of clone troopers speaking in this episode. Yes, that's that's a good like, shout. I was like, yeah, that's a good shout. like yes. you could really tell that that was Tamura speaking yes. as the clones. I agree. Wow. And you know, yeah. the crazy thing is, I didn't even think about a potential Boba Fett appearance in this season. I like, until right now, until Dang, you said, I was like, oh, you know what? We could actually get that. I basically operate that they're gonna always do something like that, with the exception of Andor. They've always kind of leaned on some sort of cameo. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Um, but I really like that theory, Shimano. That's it's actually great. It's a great theory. Really. Yeah, it's a really cool theory. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Okay. Last last call. Any other thoughts on uh, Chapter 20? I'd, well, on Chapter 20? Or uh, just speculation, spec- whatever you yeah, want to do. You know what? I think Chapter 21, whatever it's titled, it needs to address what the heck happened to Bo-Katan's castle and like who's yeah. after them. Who's a- like We need to start getting some answers with that because um, we do understand that Din- Din's story is going to be, from here on out, like potentially, he says since he's redeemed, is raising a foundling, right? Like that kind of thing. But Bo, I feel like her storyline now, I'm more involved in because what happened to her castle, what is her motives, where is, she, where is her character going from here because... Uh, I mean, I feel like there's more, more things to be invested in with that rather than okay, cool. You're yeah. teaching, you're teaching Grogu stuff. That's yeah. That's, that's what, what, what I could potentially seeing is you know her being tracked and her staying you know with this you know the creed and everything, and eventually whoever was after her and whoever bombed her castle find her like with the creed and you know puts the creed in danger. So she causes the problem. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ba- basically kind of the same thing that kind of happened in uh Boba Fett with the with the um with the Tuscans. Mm. And you know, basically all, all, all these times these these heroes end up somewhere and they put whoever wherever they're at at risk because 
of their general existence. So it's literally John Wick. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Essentially, you're right. <laughs> sure. All right, great. Yeah. Which is a crossover, a reference to our other podcast this week. So yes. check that out. We're doing a review of um, John of, Wick uh, 4. Chapter 4. Yep. Yeah. So great stuff. Not as many chapters as The Mandalorian, but we hope so. Yes. We do. We really do. <laughs> okay. Uh, on that note, you guys good to call this quits? Oh, yeah, let's do it, man. Throw in the towel. Throw All right. Towel. Yeah, we're throwing in the towel. Uh, come back next week for our review of Chapter 21. Please follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod. Please hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. Share the podcast with your friends and leave us a comment or review. With all that in mind, for my good friends, Sandy Shimato and Apple Zacks, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time. You peasants. Peasants.